The Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. Hey gang, I'm back on the couch in lovely Palm Springs, California. Today, we're talking with Mark Angelo, porn daddy superstar. Um, I know, right? Scan the QR code and you're going to go straight to his personal website and check out all of the fun stuff and subscribe while you're there. Um, Yeah, do that. Please. How long have you had your own personal site now? Personal thing in what way? Your uh, Your own branded website. How long have you... Uh, oh, uh, not too long. Um, I had a lot of plans about this website, but so far, right now, I act more of a, more like a link tree. Essentially, it, it puts a lot of links to different places. However, I started my own... Um, well, it's a limited line of uh, some underwear, some uh, very nice colognes and stuff that I'm going to be offering on that website. So that that's kind of exciting. Um, and kind of Mark Angel looks pretty cool on, on underwear bands. Like it's very cool. So, so that's going to be coming on that website. That's why it's my own website. It's not just Linktree. Uh, but other than that, there are links there too, you know, just for fans on fans, this kind of stuff. So all the, all the good platforms, the good steamy material, where the good stuff goes. How long now have you been in the adult industry? You know what? I just, um, got really surprised by that myself because I always thought like 17 years probably is the tops. And then I looked at uh, the date of my first video. It was almost 19 years, almost 19 years. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I'm, I date myself right now. I mean, I don't care. Uh, this Sunday is actually my 55th birthday. So um I'm old uh, and I love it. Love it. Love where I am. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you, you enjoy that because I you're aging like it. fine wines. So. <laughs> I love it. And I love wine too. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy where I am. Um, I enjoy what I do. Um, I'm very comfortable with myself at this age. Uh, that wasn't the case 20 years ago, uh, or more. I was very shy, introverted guy. Um, uh, I remember the first time I, got inside of a gay bar. Uh, it was actually, I think it was LA the first time I went to a gay bar. Um, because where I lived, there were no gay bars, um, in, in Canada where I moved there for the first time. So anyway, um, I walked in and I started feeling eyes on me because I guess it's a new meat, right? It's normal. I started sweating profusely. Uh, I was shaking. Then my friend I was there with, he gave me a beer and I just went into a corner and started drinking my beer. And I was like this. I'm, as I said, very introverted and all I, I can never go and, and talk to people. And so, yeah, that was my first experience. It continued for quite a while. This stress of being, uh, looked at 
by many eyes at the same time because mm-hmm. you the new meat I didn't know why they're looking at the beginning but then I was told that that's the reason so yeah so um, that was a long time ago but one of the reasons I started the porn thing is uh, I wanted to push myself out of this shell out of being you know very very um, introverted and shy and honestly the porn liberated me and it helped me so much in that way. I'm not going to go as far as tell you that I'm extrovert now. That never changes. However, I'm way more comfortable in my uh, own skin. I'm very comfortable going in any place, uh, you know, walking in and just having a good time. But, yeah, that was a long journey. The first series I did with this show featured a theme for 12 episodes, which, which was surrounding the transformative power of accepting your sexual being, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you grew up with very oppressive cultural stuff, you know, whatever that might be. Yeah. Uh, uh, we all know because they, the, well, the gangs heard me talk about the cultural stuff <laughs> that can oppress your sexual nature. Um, but they've also heard Midori and other sex experts on the show talk about especially embracing your shadow self, your shadow sexuality, uh, exploring your kinks in a healthy, cathartic way, um, exploring your sexual being in a healthy, cathartic way. And so bravo to you that you took the reins on that and were like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing that pushes me deliberately out of my comfort zone. I needed it. And, uh, and now here you are 19 years in. And in, in porn stuff. Uh, I mean, when I started, the porn industry was very, very different. Um, very. I, yeah, it's very, very different. Um, it was still VHS when I did the first one. The, the DVDs just started becoming more um, common media like within the next few years. But the first video I had was on VHS. Uh, it was called, remember, Cabin Fever. It was a uh, old company called Butch Bear. And um, so just as a contrast, you know, the guys flew me to Vegas from Toronto. They put me in a hotel. Everything was paid for. And uh, I got about, I don't know, $1,200 US for, for a one scene. And now if you get like 300, 400, 500, you're lucky with nobody flying you around, with nobody <laughs> putting you in hotels. Or the industry has changed a lot. And for all you kids out there that you might have illusions that you can live on porn, forget it. Find a job and do the porn for fun. Right. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, it's it's true. Uh, uh, so... I watched a huge explosion of folks jump into the industry during the pandemic for out of necessity, out of genuine necessity. A lot of folks did that and I got it. I totally understood. Yeah. Um, uh, I had been a web camera web, you know, camp performer back in like, you know, the early 2000s mm-hmm. when we were still dealing with like scan, oh, yeah. you know, chat rooms and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That shit was slow yeah. and arduous. Uh, but again, it gave you a chance to make a costume change. <laughs> uh, there real quick in between pictures and so uh, there were benefits to the not just live streaming but now here we are we're live streaming in full 1080p from our own rooms 
or we're performing on any number of platforms yep. where we can self-produce and manage our own careers, manage our own trajectories. Yep. I don't think that the adult studio system, like the mainstream studio system is ever going to go away completely. I think that hybrid models of it are really starting to pop up. But that's what they do. They, they're becoming way more um, online content, like, on the website, you know, the presenting the content more like in subscription models and such, not anymore producing, forget about the VHS, but, uh, DVDs and stuff. That's very rare nowadays because mm -hmm. nobody buys this media anymore because it's available on the internet. And that, that was the big crash for the, for the porn industry in general that, um, everything is now on, on the internet. Uh, so. Thankfully, how was, that, how was that adaptation for you? Uh, for me, it wasn't that, that big. Again, for me, the porn was very, it, it was additive. I have my own uh, life and careers and, uh, you know, I never depended on the porn. That was just for fun for me. Um, but now with, with, with these transitions to everything online and everything on the internet, these websites pop up, you know, the, for fans websites and just for fans and only fans and I'm not gonna name all of them because um I don't even know them but there's th a lot there are quite a few. There's yeah. quite a few. Um but it's good because in that way you know people can 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 express themselves, uh can produce their own uh content and they can get something back for it, which is perfectly fine if mm -hmm. if if the viewers like what they see, they pay for it, then it's perfectly fine. So in that way, the industry has changed dramatically, you know. Totally, no, 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 totally. Uh, that's and you, you've articulated that beautifully. Um, uh, it was adapt or die, was kind of what was going <laughs> yes. on in the industry. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also think too, especially for uh, you know niche fetish performers, people who only want to do like a very kind of narrow lane yep, yep. of adult which I wildly encourage, go for it, because that audience is there. And if you find them, you could become a superstar. Oh, yeah. That community. True. Absolutely. Uh, foot fetish, for instance, which a lot of people are like, foot fetish, oh, that's not even a fetish. I'm like, no. Oh, it, it is huge. It is. Foot is very much a it's fetish. It's huge. It's huge, huge, huge. Men, women, non-binary folks, trans folks, yep. if you're not into foot fetish yet, Think about it. Check it out. Start posting some feet <laughs> stuff and see how quick the response is. More of this, more of this. Yeah. Um, um, socks, tall socks for me. I get a lot of the skater and punk rock crowd and they love the tall socks, the jock strap. Yeah. I see if it's like a sports sock, like rugby or football or anything like that. I kind of see it. Um, but I can't stand personal pet beef. I can't stand like you put short socks or something and you just leave that, um, in a porn. I just can't stand that. Well, like, it's, yeah, it's very socks different. in the yeah, scene. Just if it's something with. nice, you know, like this, that's more fetish related. I get it. I like this but but the small short socks, you know, and yeah, yeah. Like, what's, that, what's wrong? You need a mani or you need a teddy? Sorry, a teddy I care? Like, what's going on there, Misha? Well, sadly, a lot of people do. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you're never getting any better traction. Yeah, no, I like traction. Uh, it's just a personal bad beef. Uh, I also. Again, very personal, not saying anything about anybody else, but I don't like when people leave their shirts or, or a tank top or something when they're fucking. I mean, come on, it's, 
show what you got, you know, be yourself, you know, be free out there. You're doing it, you know, for yourself after all. Um, but yeah, if somebody wants to keep it, that's their I, uh, I, I think that, uh, no, I, I agree with you. I, I think we're going to get down and, and sweaty and, and, uh, and luby and greasy and stuff. <laughs> then yeah, let's just get naked. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I also, at the same time, I enjoy gear. I enjoy gear is different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. You're gonna clean that later. No, no, no. I agree. You're gear, yeah, I, very often I'm like in full leather or something. That's a different story. Or, you know, as you said, like some sports thing with a nice, uh, soccer, big soccer, um, socks and, and shorts and stuff. Yeah. Th- this kind of stuff works. But that again, it's, you're right. Your gear, it's something related to a fetish, right? Mm-hmm. So it's fine. But again, I'm not, against whatever anybody is doing. I'm just saying this is my, sure, sure. my personal pet peeve. I, I would never do a scene with my socks on. That's all. <laughs> what uh, What is one of your favorite kinds of scenes? Like a favorite kind of position or favorite kind of sex act? What is, uh, what's one of your favorite scenes to do? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I don't think I have. I enjoy pretty much everything. Uh, if it if it fits the the company, if it fits the the mood, if it fits the connection, um, you go for it. Um, it depends. Like sometimes somebody wants me to be more dominant, right? So it's a one thing. It's very different when when I just wanna get fucked myself. You sure. know, a very different type of scene and 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 mood and and such. So it always depends on who you are with or what you're doing. Um, so as I mentioned, it's my birthday on Sunday. So yesterday we Happy had, a, thank you. Uh, we had a big orgy because of my birthday. So I was having a time of my life because I was t- taking loads. I was giving loads. It was like fantastic. That's what I'm saying. So it depends on the situation. There is nothing, per- you know, favorite, you know, everything goes. Uh, it depends on the situation and with who you are. Truly. To true. me. Well, and, uh, and we like to say on the show too, consent is sexy. <laughs> consent, consent is not just sexy. It's a must. Absolutely. Uh, it's a must. This is a very, very big thing. Uh, never do anything without consent. Not posting things online, not, uh, uh, grabbing people without consent, uh, not squeezing their pierced nipples just because you think it's hot. Uh, these things are very important. Don't do things without consent. Ask, ask, ask. <laughs> All right. So this is one of my favorite questions to ask, uh, you know, veterans who, you know, have been in the industry a minute. If you could take a piece of advice from all your experience, like from today, okay, and you could go back on in time to you on your very first day, and you could whisper that advice in your ear, what would it be? Stop stressing out. It will happen. It's gonna just just take it as a fun experience as it is. Um, yeah, in the beginning, I was stressing out a lot, like how would I look on camera or would I be able to perform or yeah, a lot of, a lot of things that uh, just screw up your own fun. Uh, that's pretty much it, you know, because as you do more and more and more, it just becomes comfortable. It becomes so 
yeah, I'm just having fun at this point. And before it was more of a, oh my God, am I going to write? Am I going to do it properly? Could I get hurt? Could I ejaculate? Could I do this or that? It's always, you know, that stress before the cameras turn on. And, um, you know, where is the cameraman? What's going on around, you know? And then once you learn that they don't exist, cameras or the cameraman or the rest of the crew because there's some shots where you have you know several people in the crew um that's the best thing you know to to just learn to ignore everything and have fun you know never forget that porn again because you said the experience uh, when i'm talking to studio porn never forget that it's work it's work because you have to be always um mindful of yeah where the camera is without Acknowledging, acknowledging it, but not fully ignoring it because you need to know how to show the camera a little more. Play to it. Yeah, play to it, but not again, not like the camera exists like you. In porn studio, you never look at the camera. Now, it's very different when you're doing it yourself or when you're doing a solo, then you're playing with the viewer. It's very different. But in porn, you know, studio porn, usually you don't look at the camera. It doesn't exist. Usually the viewer is a fly on the wall and they're viewing it from, from that kind of perspective. So there are a lot of things to think about when you're doing studio porn. Um, and that's what I would tell my younger self, you know, just relax, forget about the stress. It's going to be fine. That is excellent. Yeah. That's it, excellent. It's excellent, excellent advice. Fine. Excellent advice. Gang. On the couch in lovely Palm Springs with the handsome, legendary daddy, Mark Angelo. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. uh, I can't wait to uh, circle back sometime and check in and say and see how you're doing. Oh, I'll be doing it for a long time. I love it. I love it. And yeah, I'm not done. And you're damn great at it. I'm not done. Oh, thank you. So, all right. Okay. More Mark Angelo coming up. See you soon. We'll be back with more. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at therocketreview.com. TRR is a production of Hole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it. Thank you.